Hello, and welcome to a new episode of You Died. Joining me as always after that awkward bit of silence, Victoria and Shay. I'm Shay. And she's silent, apparently. No, I, I, was, I was just distracted, sorry. Hi, I'm Victoria. Um, I was just distracted because you, you, you dropped your Kirby. Your, your I dropped my Pikachu, your yes. Pikachu, yeah. If you're not watching the video version of this podcast, we have toys on the table, and I can't stop touching my Pikachu. They're not like toys, says you. They're, They're collectibles. collectibles. I was joking. I didn't mean it. Mm. Anyway, we're going to talk about E3 today, but before we do that, what have you guys been playing, Jay? Hitman 2. I, I don't know why I lean in. When <laughs> Hitman 2. So surprisingly, despite the name, uh, you play as a Hitman. Uh, two times? Play, <laughs> or do you play as two Hitman? More than that. Oh my god. Yeah. Value for money. Yeah. yeah, it really is. So, you know, you have to kill people in a, ver- a variety of creative and innovative ways. Uh, no, so it's a very cool game. Well, so actually, weirdly, even though this is called Hitman 2, yeah, it's like the this eighth Hitman yeah, game. It's like the eighth Hitman. Yeah, there has been a Hitman 2 in the past. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it just came full circle. Why were they okay with naming it that way? No, tell me the history. Because uh, so okay, they, they rebooted it, right? Yeah, they had a very it's basically a, it was a series of games, a bit janky on the PC and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reached a point where they tried to smoothen the rough edges of the game to make it, it's kind of like how. Elder Scrolls went from Morrowind to Skyrim. Why do you have to? So, mm-hmm. so you know, it became a lot less interesting. Um, <gasps> Ever since this guy bought his like forty thousand dollar PC, he's become a real PC elitist, huh? I know, right? But even before that, what are you <laughs> talking about? Uh, no, so no, but it, it's, it's legit. So what they did was make the game a lot less interesting, straight away from the roots. Um, and it made a game of Hitman Absolution. Are we still Absolution. talking about? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we yeah, are still yeah. talking about Hitman. Yeah, so I see there are parallels. So they made Hitman Absolution, uh, which was not well received among the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to reboot that, they st- started again and called the new one Hitman, like just Hitman. So this is the oh, sequel like to new the reboot. Coke is, was, oh, it's like Coke Classic was the reboot of New Coke, which was crap. Do you remember? Well, I mean, it's like just having a new Coke and calling it Coke. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I don't know where we're going with but yeah, so Hit- Hitman 2 is the it. sequel to the reboot. Um, there are a bunch of really elaborate sandbox stages where, you know, the first one I played is a big sprawling estate in Paris. Uh, within that, there are you know tons of ways to kill your targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me tell you what I did yesterday. I did the Paris stage, right? It's the first major mission of the game. Um, so when I went in, I noticed that there's a big poster of a male model, a famous male model, who looks exactly like a character. So I oh, that's convenient. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's great. So I explored all the way to the back of the estate, and I found him doing like a photo shoot. So I figured, okay, I should probably uh, knock him out and steal his disguise. So I followed him, knocked him out behind some hedges, dumped his body in a, his unconscious body in a box. <laughs> right. So now, effectively, I'm that guy. I'm Helmut, whatever his name was. I'm the male model. Um, and just so happens to have a phone where you call one of the targets you're supposed to kill. So I, but she tells you to do the runway show first. I'm like, okay, it's a fashion show. So I, I have to go and find someone to get makeup, do the runway show, go up and meet with this target, at which point I poison her drink when she's not looking, mm. and then she, she drinks drink and she dies. So it's great, it's so smooth, so perfect, just, and it's so absurd. And throughout the whole thing, nobody thought that you didn't really cut it as a male model. <laughs> like nobody just thought. Because I killed it, that's why. Oh. So, no, but, so the best part yeah. about it, it that's sorry, actually, do you actually have to walk down the catwalk? Yeah. Do you, is there any special movement or is it just push forward? Push forward, <laughs> yeah. But still, the fact that, that you... Models' jobs are easy, man. What the hell? <laughs> it really is. The fact that you had I mean to do it... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so different. Um, no, but it was great. So this was all, not scripted, but it was all there for you to find. 
Uh, I, and then after I had to kill the other target in the stage, and I couldn't figure out a cool way to do it. So as he was talking to a news reporter, I hid behind a fountain and shot him. <laughs> <laughs> At which point I ran off the stage. So that encapsulated basically a lot of cool ways to kill people in the game. Uh, a huge sandbox, and also after a while, you kind of like, you know what, I can, I'm just going to shoot him and run. Well, that's, that's the problem for Hitman for me, is I love the uh, game, I love the idea of the game, but I can't play it properly. I can't do the stealth, so I don't have the patience to do all that when it's just like, screw it, walk so up to the guy, got a man. When you played Skyrim, were you like stealth level one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and so like attack 100 or Well, so it's funny because like, like, you know, as I've said before in this podcast, I've played Skyrim like eight times or something like that. And on this final like eighth time on Switch, I decided to do the stealth archer thing. Oh, the game's really easy. <laughs> that easy. Way. I was gonna say very boring, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it can be both. Yeah, I it's suppose. it's boring because it's so easy. But yeah, I just I'm I'm the guy who just goes up with his shield and sword and just like hacks people to death. But mm. you know, no magic, none of that stuff. But then now that I've got the now they started doing stealth archer. Wow, man, dragons go down so quickly. You just get one shot and like, wow, there's half your health bar gone. Cool. This is why you don't like Skyrim, isn't it? Nah, it's not a good game. You can see so much judgment on yeah. your face this yeah, yeah. whole time. Yeah, especially when you say you play, you play it eight times. You play it eight times as yeah. different you, characters. You could have learned a language, like man. Maybe the first seven times was the same character. Yeah, why would you... It's an open-world game. You just keep... What do you mean? Uh, well, I, d- I don't know. I always find myself with these games. I'm like, oh, you know, I can make different choices now. I can do things differently. And I'm like, yeah, but I really don't like the Empire. I don't want to join their cause. I want to fight on the other side. Why didn't you do so, it the first time? So I, well, so I end up just doing it again the second time. The second time, like, I should do it different. I'm like, Maybe I, you should I don't just like keep more guys. safe games around, lying around. I don't even start. You have no idea how many safe games I have like lying around, <laughs> <laughs> or old like memory I cards, be, the I old memory I, card day. I've seen those. I've seen them. Just learn a life skill. Don't play Skyrim eight times. So how many languages have you learned instead of playing games? <laughs> oh, but I've never played a game eight times. <laughs> also, I played Skyrim half the time. That's that was enough. I mean, half a half playthrough of Skyrim is already like 100 hours. It was about, about 40 hours, yeah, yeah. What have you been playing, Vic? Uh, I am still on Dynasty Warriors, of course. <laughs> but Sorry, what? But I'm For the how many But I'm time? also playing, I'm also, I'm also playing uh, Rabbids slash Mario, whatever that thing is called. Mario Kingdom Rabbids Kingdom Hearts. Something. <laughs> So they have kingdom twice in the about, name. Do you know what I'm talking about, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mario plus rabbits? Kingdom yes, it's battles. Mario plus rabbits. Okay, okay, okay. To be fair, uh, I thought it was really delightful. I was so surprised that I enjoyed it. Because it's obviously for... I think it's for children. It must be. Some of the it's fights very are ridiculous. hard, though. Some of the battles are not easy. I mean, that's because I'm stupid. <laughs> but it's not because it's not for children. It's obviously for children. So am I stupid? Uh, this is a realisation moment for me. <laughs> I had my realization moment last or two weeks ago. Now oh, it's your turn, man. <laughs> but anyway, next. it's great. It's great. Like it's it's delightful. You can see that they really put a lot of love into all the references and all the silly stuff that the rabbits are doing. I think I first really liked the rabbits during the Wii uh, game that they had. You know the one where um, just Raven Rabbits. Raven Rabbits, right? The one where um, my favorite game, my favorite mini game in Raven Rabbits, is the one where you have to look at a choir, and one of the rabbits is singing off-key on purpose, and you have to find him and slap him. I love that game. That's just me. so what funny. you just not... After you slap him, he sings in tune again. So, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Some anyway. good Asian parenting there. <laughs> yep, yep. That's how she learned to sing. <laughs> uh, it's too real. Yes. Um, yeah, so I loved it. Um, but yes, I do find some of the... I mean, after like maybe like the first handful of 
puzzles, it mm -hmm. gets like, oh, okay, hmm, not a perfect score anymore, quite stressful. Yeah. So some of the bonus puzzles are really, really tough. Also, I found that in between fights, you sort of just walk. Yeah. That part's a bit dull. It is dull, but it, it makes me, it makes the obsessive collector in me very nervous because I'm always worrying that I'm not finding every single coin or finding every single box. Uh. Because you know that's how I am. That's how I play most games, right? Like I get really nuts about. I hate that. I hate that feeling. I hate that idea that you're just missing out on something and you can't quite. Right, and it's such a low-pressure game. So why be punished for this? Like it's so, uh, it's so illogical. Like, by all means, punish people for missing stuff in Skyrim because it's a great <laughs> deep game. <laughs> Skyrim's gonna be a thing. <laughs> it's totally gonna be a thing. We're just gonna pick at Shay until he explodes <laughs> at some point. I know, but yeah. So I've been playing that a little bit. Um, but still, returning to Dynasty Warriors to finish it. I'm almost done with the entire game. Oh, Dynasty Warriors. Bloody hell. Anyway, Says the guy who's his tree. Anyway, I'm, I'm almost done with the whole thing. Like, I finished all three storylines already. In Dynasty How many? There are three kingdoms. <laughs> <laughs> so, so each one gets one. Yeah, yeah, there are three, and I've finished all three stories, but there's a bonus extra storyline, and there's say, also the story expansion pack, of... Expansion fourth game. <laughs> there's also the story of Lupu, which I realized after saying this in the last episode. It's not Lupu, because obviously never follow the way that they're pronouncing stuff. Shushu. Have you seen that guy? No. X-U-S-H-U. It's not Shushu. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Anyways. It's better than it used to be. So you're playing, but you're playing Rabbids because you went on holiday, right? Right, I'm playing Rabbids because I went on holiday and I just thought that it makes more sense to have some variety, so I thought I would like pre-purchase the game, bring it with me so that, but let's be real, I didn't need any variety. I was on like a 13-hour flight and I thought, okay, on a 13-hour flight, I'm gonna not want to play the same game the whole way, right? For sure, I played Dynasty Warriors throughout. Damn. Didn't even need, yeah. I always like the idea of like bringing games with me on a flight. The problem is I'm so scared of flying that as soon as there's even any hint of bumps, I'm like I can't even focus on the game anymore. So I'm like, I put it away and I just kind of sit there and play Sudoku on my phone because that just seems better. You should play. You should play rabbits. It's very I low hate pressure. The rabbits though. You hate them. Uh, wait, you hate the rabbits? Yeah, I think they're horrible. I think That's they're so interesting. I feel like we have extremely opposite tastes in what's considered cute. <laughs> well, like Kirby. Like Kirby. Kirby's so great. Pikachu. He's all right. <laughs> But um, yeah, I I just can't stand playing around. But I like bringing games with me on holiday because I like well, I just like that time to just relax, chill out, and just not think of shit. And just what do you play, play on? Oh wait, you can't carry a PC on holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I had a switch before you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't go much on holiday, but I occasionally, you know, I do take flights uh, for you know work or whatever, and you know, I get the idea of trying to like load up my switch. Right? With like yeah. four different games, I'm gonna try all of these. Yeah, yeah. So that you know, it, if the world ends now and I'm stuck here, right, at least I have four different types of games on my I'll Switch. I'm the worst at that because I do that for like I'll do that for my Switch, and then I'll also buy a whole bunch of books for my iPad, and then I'll buy a whole bunch of comics that I haven't read, and then I'll bring a whole bunch of movies on there and some TV shows and all that stuff, and I'll put all that stuff on my reading list. I have all that, and then I get on a plane and I'm like, oh, cool, I'm gonna watch The Dark Knight for the twelfth time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, that was me on the flight as well. Um, so we got to talk about E3, because uh, E3 is coming up. E3. I mean, I don't want to trigger Shay, but you know, the only thing I care about at E3. Go on, trigger Shay. Let's do it. Let's it's do it. I really want to know what Bethesda's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be better, right, than Skyrim? Couldn't, couldn't. They, they can only go up. No, but but the fallouts are getting worse. Like progressively worse. Mm. They are. I I have not really not so enjoyed. And they keep doubling honest. down on doing more fallouts. Like. 
Yeah. They did, I can't remember the exact order, but it was like Fallout 3, Skyrim, Fallout 4. Fall, like they had, I feel like there have been more Fallouts than Elder Scrolls. Yeah. And the, the, the weird thing about Elder Scrolls is they've, they have such momentum with Skyrim and they've released mm -hmm. it again and again on so many platforms. But none of the spin-offs have quite managed to continue the momentum. They, they all kind of are accepted with caveats or just panned. And so, you know, maybe the because Elder the Scrolls Because the franchise is so loved or because... No, because no, it is loved. So the expectation is so high, right? Mm -hmm. So when they release something, what was on Blades, Elder Scrolls Blades? Yeah. Uh, and that came out with a bit of a whimper. You know, people were concerned about the monetization and mm -hmm. the stamina and shit. But also, I mean, at the end of the day, Elder Scrolls is always about the huge, huge, huge open world, mm -hmm. right? And you're just not going to have that in a mobile game where it's just swipey and very linear. I mean, you can build one for, no for a mobile. I'm not saying it's not capable of it, but they don't. They clearly were choosing not to, right? Yeah. You know what came out? Um, you know that, that, that it looks like Tiny Tower, but it's... Fallout Shelter. So good, mm. and that came out at the same time as like the proper triple A, like the mm. proper proper console game. And I but was like comparing the two, and I was like, "That's crazy that Fallout Shelter is a thousand times better." But and I actually like Fallout Shelter a lot too. And I don't, I'm not a huge Fallout guy. I really like Fallout Shelter, but because it was trying to, it wasn't trying to be like, "Here's Fallout, but on the phone, or, but right. in a smaller form, right? right? Like with Blades, this is like a very clearly a very different." Right. Very native thing, and if, I don't mm. know what that is for Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I have no idea. But you kind of needed something like that to keep Elder Scrolls in the conversation in the new cycle, um, and you know, mm. I feel Are like. Are you saying they if they had like Elder Scrolls, Tiny Tower Edition, <laughs> it would be good? Yeah, or you know, literally anything. Okay, now you have Elder Scrolls Online, which is apparently pretty well received, but you know, I don't think it's as mainstream as they would have liked it to be. Uh, you know, the m most of the people who bought Skyrim, I'm, I, I would wager, haven't bought Elder Scrolls Online. Um, so you know, but, but I, I count myself in that. I have not bought El Elder Scrolls online. Yeah, but but it's good apparently. Uh, but no, I, I have to say I'm also excited for Bethesda because they do some of the best f like first-person shooters in the business, uh, like Dishonored, Doom, Wolfenstein. Mm -hmm. um, they one of the few companies actively creating single-player like campaigns mm. in FPSs. So you know, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. yeah, Bethesda I'm looking forward to. Also, I think like what they did last year at E3 was really interesting by announcing those games so far in advance. They announced Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six, whatever it's, you know, High Rock or whatever it's going to be called. Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, normally you show, I mean, like Nintendo at E3 are probably only going to show the stuff that's coming out in the next 12 months, right? Whereas Bethesda were like, look, you know, you're going to keep asking us about this. You're going to keep saying, well, where's like the next Skyrim? Where's this? Okay, we're telling you, we're working on it. It's just like six years away. Yeah, yeah you, you kind of need to tell people to shut up. Like Nintendo did the same thing when they announced Isabel for Smash mm -hmm. uh, by saying it. But yeah, Animal Crossing is coming, by the way. So <laughs> please stop asking. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, you kind of just need to. Uh, there's a phrase for it which I can't remember. My my words are failing me. <laughs> but hit uh, the fans off, you know, before mm. they get they start asking the question. Just say, yeah, we are doing it. Just please. Stop asking. Have patience. Yeah. It's coming. Which is yeah, fair enough. You know, well, it's going to take a while. Yeah, I thought it was a really, really good idea. I know it had some, there were people criticizing it because they were like, well, it's not ready. Why are you telling us about this thing that's so far away? But no, I liked it for that reason. Yeah, I know it's coming. I know it'll take time. Go nuts. Like, yeah. do, do your thing. I agree. Uh, it's just, it's annoying that it is so far away. But it does make me wonder then, if last year was the year where they laid out their roadmap for like five, maybe even ten years ahead, mm -hmm. do you, what do you do this year? Do you update people? Do you show them like a little bit more concept art from yeah. from Elder Scrolls Six? You just be like, hey, it's coming. It's still not ready. Like later. How I wonder how they handle that this year. I'm sure they would give you a bit more, like the slightest bit of gameplay. They've they've shown nothing so far, right? We don't even know where it's set. Yeah. We can 
I'm people are guessing that it's Hyrock who went on the war. I, I think, okay, you know what? If they drop a name, a, the name of the game, that's enough to steal the show. Mm, because that's, that's, how, that's how big the, the, the franchise is now. But that's a, that's a hilarious, like, long stretch out tease. If, like, year yeah. one is like, it exists. Here's a, <laughs> it exists. Year two, it has a name. <laughs> year three, platforms. <laughs> year four, it has swords. Well, actually, yeah. that's funny because year three might actually be platforms because mm. technically the platforms that it's coming out for haven't been announced yet. Yep. yep. We know only know we PlayStation. The next PlayStation is coming, and the next Xbox is coming. We don't know their names. Oh, so Elder Scrolls skip a generation. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Cool. All right. Skip a generation. Yeah. Yeah. Insightful. That was a very good conversation. Thank you. Oh, very. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yes. So, <laughs> like in full disclosure, we are taping this on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and it's coming out on a Friday. Which is annoying for me because the one of the press conferences that I want to see, which is kind of a little under the radar, is the Upload VR presser because I have an Oculus Quest headset now. So I'm super into knowing what's new in VR. And I, you know, Are you liking your Oculus yes, uh, headset? Yes, quite a lot. Tell me about um, it. What I like about it is that... It <laughs> what I like about it is it's easy, right? It's super, super easy. There's no base stations. There's no... Sorry, Shay. Crazy PC to set up and be in like mm-hmm. range of. There's, it's just headset, put it on, find an open space, not outdoors, but otherwise almost anywhere will do, and you're good to go. Um, and it remembers that space as well. So if you paint out like an area in your living room as like the safe space for you to play VR in, you know, you take your headset off, you wander over to the bathroom, whatever. You come back, it knows, hey, that space is right over there. Um, How does it do that? It's so. Yeah, the indoor tracking is phenomenal. I don't know how it does it without sensors. I don't know how it like knows and remembers, but it does, and it's great. Even if you put it to sleep and move it from one location to the next, it remembers exactly where that position is? I have a little bit of a... I'm not entirely sure, but I have a little bit of a bug with this when I've gone to someone else's house, and it's been like, return to the space, and it wants me to return to like my space in my house. And I can't like take it out of there to go, no, 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 no. Whoa, no, that's so smart, though, yeah. right? So it's a little... so. It's not 100% there, or maybe I'm just not, I haven't figured out, like, the, maybe I should put it, switch it off instead of turn, put it to sleep. I don't know. I'm still working that out a little bit. Um, but otherwise, it's great. The controllers are phenomenal. The controllers are really, 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 really like, you know, I, you play PSVR as well, yep. right, Shay? And, like, I like PSVR, let's be clear. But it's really janky. It's so fiddly. It, it's, they've, they've, Again, that's a word for it, but they've taken uh, tech that was made 10 years ago with the PlayStation Move controllers, which must be reiterated, were basically Wii remote ripoffs, mm-hmm. and they've still made them relevant in 2019 as actual controller inputs, right? Which is both impressive and annoying at the yeah, same time. Yeah, because that's not what they were meant to do. Um, no, I get what you mean. Like, so I've not tried Oculus Quest at all, mm-hmm. but PSVR is a really, really fiddly experience. Um, just even setting it up, like, such a hurdle to clear. There's so much inertia because you've got to plug in the VR mm-hmm. um, box. The breakout box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Change the, all your, the way all your HDMIs are set up. Uh, pull out the move controllers. Make sure they're charged. Uh, get the headset out. It's just a beautiful get, get your little headphones on as well because yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't want to have them just blast up on the TV speakers. Is it heavy? So that's the one problem. That's the one way which I like the PSVR and the Rift S better is that they have the way those work is they have a band that kind of goes across the top of your forehead, mm-hmm. so the weight rests on the top of your forehead. And that's a much more comfortable place for the weight to be than on your face and nose. Oh, uh, I see. Um, so the, the Quest is like that, but the new Rift is just like the PSVR in that it rests kind of on the top of your head. I see. And like, is like suspended down in a sense. Uh-huh. And that, that works much better, it's great. Um, but in every other way, like the Quest is so much easier. Because uh, the thing I was gonna say about the PSVR is, okay, it's great that it works, it's great the sort, but you know, when you hold the virtual hands with the two move controllers, they're always shaking, right? Mm-hmm. The tracking is never like rock solid. It's always kind of like 
am I here or am I like five centimeters up? It's always kind of like shaking and vibrating and moving and never quite, again, solid. And that's the number one thing I get with like the Quest is that everything is solid. The world doesn't really ever move. The tracking is like you know, perfect. Cool. Like the control, when again, when you hold your hands up with the controller, your hands aren't shaking. They're proper like, oh, it's great. I have a friend who brings a, a VR headset on the plane so that he can watch like forty in a forty-inch screen movie. That would make but me his so wife sick, was so embarrassed. <laughs> I I like, know you know guy. what I mean. I know like, a guy who does that too. Yeah, and it's just like that. I can never do that. It would make me so ill. <laughs> um, and as it is now, I'm still getting a little VR sick, so I can only play in short bursts. Okay. Um, like half an hour to an hour, um, but. It's just so easy to do. Unlike the problem with PSVR is, okay, again, I can only play in short bursts, but because it takes just as long to set the damn thing up to begin <laughs> with, I'm almost not incentivized to go back and do it again. It's Whereas so with this, painful. it's so 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 painful, it, um, and it really shouldn't be. Yeah, but no, the Oculus Quest is the real glimpse of the end game. The end game mm. is standalone VR, right? But the annoying thing so far, the, what sort of prevents me from being interested is. Some of the most interesting games are still on PSVR. Yes. Right? Astrobot and Blood and Truth, is that what it's called? The one that just came mm -hmm. out? That's a sort of London bank heist, crimey sort of VR game. Um, those are PSVR exclusive. They're created by Sony. So they'll never be on anything else. Uh, so they're sort of hamstrung by the, the hardware and technology they're on. Also, um, I've, I've read, correct me if I'm wrong, that while the resolution's good on the Quest, the actual graphic quality isn't so good because you know it's not it's standalone, so it's not that powerful. It's um, a Snapdragon 835, mm. so it's not even like the highest end mobile processor right yeah. now. 835, so I think that's the same as, yeah. That's like like mid-range, mid-range yeah, Android mid -range phone right now. Yeah. So, you know. Um, I mean, I'd say that's true, but I'd say that, I'd say that's true, but I think the two things about that are, one is that even though like there are more graphical effects on PSVR games, like Beat Saber, for, I think it's Beat Saber, has more like particle effects. The, like, the display on the Quest is so clean that it makes up for it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's like an upresed. Um, if you've ever seen like the emulator shots of like an upresed uh, Nintendo game, like um, Wind Waker, yeah. right? It still looks beautiful and clean, even though they're really low poly models. Mm -hmm. I think you get that effect a bit with Quest, where it still looks good. Uh, also, because a lot of like VR games are stylized. But yes, I agree with you that like being underpowered, like I there's just there's just some experiences here and there. I can't remember there was an, there was a game I was looking at on PC VR. No, not a game. It was the um, Game of Thrones experience that they put out, okay. like Beyond the Wall, whatever. It's just so much easier to do on PC. It's just a bigger platform. It's much easier to deal with. And I was looking at that. I'm like, there's no way they're downsizing this request. It looks too good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get that. I, I, I'm just really excited for a point where the technology is good enough that I don't have to choose. Mm. You know, uh, right now each way is compromised. So I think that's not too far away. I hope so. I don't, I don't think that's too far away. But it's interesting. We just talked about Sony because get back to E3. That's one of the big things with this year's E3. There is no Sony. There is no Sony press conference. There's no Sony. So Microsoft has all the pressure on their shoulders, I think. Well, um, pressure, but also a lower bar to clear. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. They can just not, you know, have their show explode and it'll be fine. Mm. And it's funny because, um, not to get all like historical, but it's funny because you look at Sony's history, is so tied in with E3. Like the first PlayStation really came to prominence at the E3 where like Sega came out. We're like, yeah, we are new systems launch and it's going to be like 400 bucks. And Sony got up to the microphone and went. $299 and sat down again. And that burst Sega's bubble immediately. So the whole PlayStation, like everything is born from E3. The PS4 and you know it kind of getting the momentum over the Xbox One again came from E3 and Microsoft's disastrous conference. Um, so it's just weird to have an E3 without Sony in it. 
they're in this weird transitional year. They like we know the games are coming out. They've got a new system to announce and launch at some point, uh, but not going to announce and launch this yeah, year. So, so not just yet. So you know, fair enough. Microsoft are uh, interesting though. I, I what they're going to show, um, and they've been teasing surprises and stuff. But uh, it's no longer the straightforward Sony sort of deal where okay, we are a platform holder. Here are some great games. Uh, you know, maybe a discount on the hardware and that's it. Right now, they, Microsoft has its hands in so many pies. Uh, one thing that they're probably going to announce is the Xbox Game Pass for PC. Uh, not announced, they've already announced that, but it's going to be in detail. Yeah, yeah. It might even launch, you know. Um, so that's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's basically a new, shall we say, store or service on the PC that hasn't been there before. It is to a very small degree right now. Um, and it's very, very exciting. I'm looking forward to that more than, you know, any individual game that they have to announce. Game Pass has been phenomenal. We keep talking about how good Game Pass is. And again, like I just played two Xbox One games last night. Not first party games, but um, Void Bastards and Outer Wilds, which again were free because they were on Game Pass. And it's great that even Void like... Void Bastards. Yes. Yeah. We can say that because it's the name of the game. That's uh, right. I, I don't know how true that is, <laughs> but you know, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, no, it's Void Bastards is like a really cel-shaded roguelike. Uh, first person roguelike with kind of system shocky elements, but okay. it's great. It's yeah. fun. It's I, I don't know how long I don't <laughs> know how like, like I don't know how long I'll stay interested beyond like the sentence. I, but you won't know no, really because I played it for like an hour. I'm like this is fun, and I'm like, do I want to go back? Nah, right. This but game I, pass is really great for you guys, honestly. Yeah. For us who would like flip between games, unlike you who like sticks with one. I mean, I bought. Rabbits just because you guys keep like shaming me about like playing the same game obsessively and I just can't I just can't do it um, Beyond Microsoft uh, the one that I'm really into obviously is gonna be the Nintendo Direct. Oh, yes mm. Also, because I just I just like the style of the Nintendo Directs. Yeah. I mean I produced TV for years like taped is always better than live always and like the uh Nintendo Directs not having to be forced into that. It's also very Nintendo, not to be like, everyone else gets up on stage, has some CEO, like be all slick and be all, here's what we're announcing, boom, 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 finger guns, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Nintendo were like, no, screw it, here's a tape. <laughs> here's something we taped earlier with Muppets or with like right. Robot Chicken or whatever. I don't think they're gonna go that crazy. I don't think they go that crazy anymore, but still, I like that kind of energy. I like that feel. I just, it, their stuff always looks good. Yeah. I don't know what's coming though. That's interesting. Like but Animal Crossing, for sure. Yeah, oh. but it's almost like a fine art. This, whoa. Oh. Animal Crossing? I don't know, man. It's the cutest. You, you don't like Animal Crossing? You think being stealth is boring, but Animal Crossing is not? It's so peaceful. Do you like peace? peaceful? I like, you like peace. peace. I like peace. I like bringing... Stealth is not peace. <laughs> stealth is stress. <laughs> Fair enough. It's so peaceful. <laughs> peaceful. Wow, just full of judgment. Peaceful, no conflict in that game? Very little conflict. Oh, a lot, you, of, you, lot of you, debt. You are paying debt. <laughs> yeah, a lot of debt. Yeah, a lot of debt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I like the I like the dog that plays the guitar. KK Slider. Okay. I like him. I like his voice. It's not bad. Isn't it just like a synthesizer? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of a it's kind wow, of voice like wow. yeah, it's voice like like. Wow, okay. Wow. okay. There are vowels in there. Mm. I mean, like my favorite, the KK Slider, Ice Cube song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Yes, uh, Animal Crossing, of course. Everybody loves Animal Crossing. Literally. No, they've, they've got the Nintendo Directs down to an art. Like, so they know what to show. They know, okay, they're going to stealth drop a reasonably minor <laughs> indie game. It's, everyone's going to be happy. They're going to stealth drop maybe another small eShop game by Nintendo. Everyone's going to be happy. They're going to uh, show more of this thing that's coming out in the next couple months. 
uh, we're going to show more about this thing you kind of know that's coming out in six months, and then boom, something you've never heard of yeah. before. Or landlord, not just ever, 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 never heard of, never even thought was coming. Like you know, we had like boom, Link's Awakening remake, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And this will be like boom, F Zero, and everyone will lose their minds. Yeah, it's like uh, me included, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one I, I can't forget is when they announced Mario Odyssey, and it's a re realistic looking city. Yes. And suddenly, the pipe comes out, and Mario comes out, and he's all weird and super default, like his usual self. Just different compared to the normal proportion people, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" Is but it was this? very Sonic Adventure, it and that, yeah. and not in a good way. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> the first that first Mario trailer, I think was at the Switch unveiling in January mm -hmm. before it came out. But I think the one at E3 where they had the song, that was the real kind of like, "What the hell?" Because yeah. one, they had the song, and you're like, "Just did they do a full audio Mario song? That's weird." Did uh, they also announce uh, the Switch uh, Labo stuff at E3? No, that was a that was like a that was a stealth, not even direct. It was just like yeah, a yeah, they just dropped the video yeah. on the, I think. But also that that E3 one for Odyssey was where they had the hat mechanic, like the um, possessing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys yeah. for the first yeah. time, and that also was a total yeah. mind blowing moment. So the thing is, you you, you kind of know that something huge is going to be announced. Uh, which is great, you know. Mm. It's th th that's the whole point. That's why we watch these shows, right? Be like the promise of the unknown. Well, and that's also why, like, as crazy as it sounds, people actually advertise spoiler-free streams because they want the experience of like knowing that F Zero is coming for the first time. I'm really hyping up F Zero coming. It's not. Don't get your hopes up. I'm just. It's okay. just in your wildest dreams. Yeah, yeah, in my wildest dreams, F Zero. I would be so disappointed if you were F Zero. You're such a contrarian, man. <laughs> like, does your T-shirt have anything to do with the show? It totally does because it's. Good on, on you're, she's good at the segue game on point today. Yeah. Uh, it is. I'm wearing a Uniqlo Mario T-shirt with bullet bills on the, uh, on the, um, like it's it's pocket, on the front yeah. pocket. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you remember We're every game words. that was made ever, but not <laughs> not the word, word pocket, not the word for the cloth over the well, T-shirt. It's my shirt flap. Well, because that's, that's it's my shirt thing that holds things. All my storage my shirt is for square. my storage is for games and football stats only, not for shirts, right? Not for anything useful. But uh, <laughs> no, like it, a because I'm most excited about Nintendo Direct, so I wanted to wear a Nintendo shirt. B Bullet Bill because E3 is in Los Angeles, so you know bullets, guns. It just seemed to make sense. That's too soon. Wow. America. Anyway, um, you also are excited about one other uh, oh. sir. Yeah, I forgot for a second. I forgot we discussed this earlier. Uh, Square Enix. That's going to be interesting because they're finally going to show the long-awaited Avengers game. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it's borderline unthinkable that we've gotten this far in the MCU without a proper flagship game. Mm. Right? This looks like it's going to be it. Uh, I forget who's doing it, but one of the Ados Crystal Dynamics. Studios. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So the they're really, really confident about either Avengers or the other stuff they're going to show. Uh, there was an earnings call with, with Square Enix where um, they said. You know, basically watch our E3 show. I see E3, E3 show, um, <laughs> and then you will know why our forecasted earnings are suddenly like sky high. So they're just supremely confident that whatever they're making is going to sell like crazy. Uh, and you know, that's cool. I want to see what it looks like. Is it very difficult for you to say Square Enix and not Squeenix? Because I always say oh, Squeenix. Oh, a bit, a bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. So th I think that's going to be cool. Um, it's about time there's a decent MCU game. You know? I'm not going to lie. I have no faith in this game being good. I have like zero faith in their Marvel game being good. Um, because? I just don't, well because we know, like, we know it's not going to be just like a single player adventure or whatever. We know it's going to be like some sort of Destiny-ish kind of right. 
online multiplayer monetizing. Are you monetizing. worried about like the way that? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Are you worried about the it, monetizing? I mean, also there's a reason. The reason they said their earnings are going to be sky high, and it wasn't because we're going to sell like 10 million single-player games. It's because we're going to sell this like game as a service that'll go on forever and ever. So stuff like that doesn't do so well with Game Pass, obviously. But, but right? also like beyond that, like the whole point of the Avengers is you want to be like one of the Avengers. And in like a game as service type thing, like a persistent, massively multiplayer. We don't know if it's massively multiplayer, but that's kind of how all these other games are. Mm -hmm. Like, you're. You not don't want other people to also be the Avengers. You're is, not that, is that what this is? Well, I mean, yeah, you, are like you going to be Captain America? Are you going to be like Captain, like Sentosa, right? Like what? Oh, I love Captain Sentosa. Oh, That'd man. be great. I wish. Yeah, throwing Durians. So great. <laughs> but you know, like you. Sentosa. Are you going to? I'm not just a tourist destination. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for the zero Singaporeans who are listening to this. Oh uh, no! It, hey, in the day he's Captain Sentosa, and night he's Captain Pulau Belakang Mati, <laughs> which is uh, Sentosa's old name, which was the old name is Sentosa. Yeah. Left from behind. Yeah. I, I weirdly enough, I actually knew that. Why? Oh. And I know because it's so random, and you don't know what the so pocket is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have I have no That's faith so in that weird. because but it's sad because. I know you hated Spider-Man PS4. Mm? I like Spider-Man PS4. I thought that was a good Marvel game. And Sony, of course, have another Marvel game coming, Iron Man VR. Oh, they do, yes. Um, which, again, I'm looking forward to. What do you think your car sickness would be like? In Iron Man <laughs> VR? Iron yeah, Man yeah VR. I know, right? It's <laughs> I, I can't even imagine, like, you're flying, and then you have to like very quickly do that landing that he does with the, <laughs> the hand cannons. Well, especially because like, apparently, like, you have to, like, you you the controllers are the hands, so right. you know. And if you don't aim the cannons right, do you like <laughs> flip? You know, well, like, it's like landing a plane, right? If you just scratch your face, you do this, and suddenly you're like flying. Yeah, like you know, you're, 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 you're rotating. <laughs> you're, you're right. twirling you, you as you. You're, you're yeah. twirling this way. So yeah, I. I'm not sure. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure either, but I trust the studio behind it. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the producers from Metal Gear Solid Four. Ryan Payton's doing it. I trust the studio to get something good done. So. But either either way, yeah, I have this. I have the same worry. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the same worry. And I was really hoping actually that the Marvel um, VR game they have for Oculus Quest, uh, for Oculus Rift, sorry, comes to Quest because again, that's the sort of like, that sort of you know screwing around and pretending to be the Hulk and like smashing cars and stuff in VR. Okay, that's the sort of Marvel experience I can get behind. I feel really weird about the Square Enix Avengers game. Don't get me wrong. I want it to be good. Mm -hmm. If it's good, I will be happy. And I will be helping them boost their earnings. So, oops. Very clumsy. I almost knocked over the microphone. Helping them boost their earnings to record highs, but I'm really worried about it. Yeah, it's been in the works for so long, so so long. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. So this E3, we're all cautiously optimistic, I guess. Uh, Except for you, who's like blindly, wildly optimistic about Bethesda's. Wildly, <laughs> all's, all's good. And Always. Then, and Nintendo Direct Day, where I'll be over the moon. But if it won't be one of the, yeah, if it'll be another Fallout thing, I will be very sad. Cool. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Another good day. We look forward to E3, and we look forward to seeing you next time for the next You Died. Bye. Bye. Bye.